Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at FirstSipBrewBox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at FirstSipBrewBox.com. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation. USA Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is podcast time, and of course, when it is podcast time, it is Hop Nation USA time. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode 99. Ah, the old double niner. Yes, the upside down Lemieux. Second best player in hockey. Claude Lemieux? No, no. No. Second best to (laughs) Mario, number 99. Oh. Claude Giroux. No. No, no. Mm, Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, no. <laughs> no. No, no. All he did was fight Iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what was his record? Against Iceberg? Yeah. Yeah, 1-0. There you go. Iceberg away died. Champ. Iceberg died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess I don't remember how that ended. Oh, he shoved he shoved them in one of those hot dishwasher things. Yeah. That's right. Come yeah. on, that's a piece of Pittsburgh history there. Oh, yeah. At the Civic Arena. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> you know. Don't you know. <laughs> so this is episode 99. We are on the precipice of greatness. Uh, not only this episode, but all episodes. Uh, we like to think they're pretty good. So this episode, we're doing something a little bit different. We're drinking beer. Oh, snap. Why you got to throw the audience curveballs like that? Because they're it's, unprepared. It's spring training. It's almost time for the baseball. <laughs> for, for the baseball. <laughs> Do we have a baseball team in Pittsburgh? Yes. A but professional baseball vague, team in Pittsburgh? No. <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> the Washington Wild things is close. They're yeah. a couple minutes down, down the interstate. But yes, we're talking beers. Specifically, now that the weather is starting to get a little bit better. Adam. What? Adam. What? You didn't introduce anybody. Nah, screw you guys. I don't care. You have to do that. No, I don't. That's, that's podcast protocol. You've gone 99 episodes now. Now you can't undo this. I'm going rogue. Just because it's the 99th episode doesn't mean it's not somebody else's first episode. <laughs> I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. That is not how that works, and you've never seen Network. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the clip. <laughs> Fine. All right. I'm Adam. You should know that. If you don't, hi, I'm Adam. Uh, With me, as usual, is Steve. Yes. He's the one that's keeping me in line, apparently. Yes. Which is a switch from a lot of the other episodes. You have to to obey the rules of the podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Rules were made to be broken. Not these rules. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use my crayon outside the lines, damn it. We also have a third mic. Yes. Hello. This is Bubba. That is Bubba. I am Bubba. Bubba is back. <laughs> yes, Bubba back. We're, he's the best Bubba in the business. Best yeah. Bubba we got. The best podcast Bubba. I mean, he's... Well... Yeah, no, I, he's the best podcast Bubba we know. Mm-hmm. And uh, being that I don't think Bubba works for B94 anymore... Nah. John yeah. Day, Bubba, and Shelly. Yeah. I don't know what Ooh. he does anymore, but he's uh, not around anymore probably that no, I know of. Probably not a love sponge. I think that's already taken. No, fuck that guy. I think yeah, I agreed. He's, he's, yeah, not <laughs> Sorry, good. Florida, but that dude's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, best Bubba is ours. <laughs> yes, we, we have the Victory. best Bubba on the show. Hope Nation Bubba is best Bubba. <laughs> 
So we're talking beers. Uh, and since the weather has broken a little bit, uh, we need to talk about beers that that will, you know, personify the springtime that is coming. Uh, it's time to remove the shackles of stout weather. It's time to flourish a little bit. It's time to get into springtime. It's time to talk fruit beers. Yeah, we're officially into spring now. Mm-hmm. So we can talk about things that are coming in the growing season. Yes. We can talk beers that, well, we can talk beers that be brewed with fruits that are available in spring, as well as ones that you would plant in spring. Agreed. Yeah, you're, now that the frost is broken, right. you're, not, you're not afraid of your crops being destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Almanac Nation yes. USA. <laughs> so, uh, the first beer we have up for grabs is the Masthead Brewing Company's Falling Fruit. Mm. Yes, uh, that is a beer with fruit in it. Okay. <laughs> You got it. Did it fall into the mash? Uh, yes, after somebody threw it in there. Uh, it actually features <laughs> two types of fruit, uh, peaches uh-huh. and apples. Ah. Yes. Okay. So, papples, if you want to squeeze Papple? it all together. Papples. Papple. Uh, but this beer clocks in 5.8% ABV, mm-hmm. uh, 20 IBUs, nice and low. Uh, did I already say that these guys are out of Cleveland, Ohio? I think not. you did. All right. Well, I'll say it again. Uh, these guys are out of Cleveland, Ohio. Guys and gals. I mm-hmm. apologize. That's that's my bad. That's my bad. So, the beer was actually uh, fermented on the fruit. Okay. Uh, and they were looking for a pleasant body, a juicy character, and just enough sweetness to evoke memories of biting into a fresh peach or apple. Well, then, Let's hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they are correct. There's only one way to find out if they accomplished that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll drink this some bitch. Open it up. So I did hear that they, in order to not stress the fruit out too much, they built a fake tree for which the apples and peaches to fall off of the tree into the brewing vat and fermenter. Was it kind of like a trust fall thing? A little bit. I mean, it was just, it was just kind of to simulate, you know, the organic nature of the fruit so they didn't get all weirded out and they just understood that they were falling off a tree. This is a part of life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was meant to do this. And then it just fell into a fermenter instead of on the dirt. On the dirt. Yeah. So the apple eaten. didn't fall far from the tree. No. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> Boo all of this. About five feet. <laughs> this whole damn thing. <laughs> Talking extreme brewing processes. <laughs> all right, let's get back to this falling fruit. Uh, taking a look at it, kind of a yellow look. A range. It looks like apple juice. It kind of does. Yeah. A little bit of a wispy head on it. Yeah. Yeah, not much effervescence nope. or anything. Mm-mm. A little hazy. It is. It is. It's not a full hazy IPA, no. but it's not a crystal clear beer either. Yeah, definitely not opaque juice, but it does, Wait. like Bubba said, it looks like apple juice. Mm-hmm. Welch's. Oh, I didn't realize you were brand loyal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's Welch's or nothing. <laughs> and only for juice, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jellies, I got my own. Yeah. This beer smells delicious, though. It does smell really nice. It smells really, really fruity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I smell the peaches for sure. I don't get much apple. I don't get a whole lot of citrus either. Well, apple is pretty hard to accomplish. Yeah, yeah. apple's always hard to accomplish. Because it's, unless it's you're very making, watery. Yeah, unless you're making a cider. Mm-hmm. Well, duh. Yeah. Well, I mean, even then, like... <laughs> even then, you don't really get, like, the apple taste more than... Right. Mm-hmm. That's your starting point, to maybe smell some apples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you got to go further. So let's go further with this beer. Mm-hmm. It's peachy. It is, it is pretty peachy. Yeah. Ah, oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. He, he likes it, is what he's saying. 
In Bubba speak. <laughs> I do like this though. This is a fairly refreshing beer. It's it's nice. It's not uh, not overly sweet. Mm-mm. To me, it's very pleasant. Yeah, it's a summer drink. It's pleasant in a mild way. Yeah, it's it, easy. Yeah, yeah. It has maybe like a little bit of tartness to it, but nothing that's offensive to me. So no, I like it. Yeah. I, I think they accomplished what they were going out for. So, well done, Masthead. Well, they got the peach part, at least. Yeah. Still don't really taste any apple, but... <laughs> There's just so much peach. I don't, yeah. I don't know that the apple's ever going to come through. Yeah. I think I think the apple might have just been, like, extra sugars. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's all right. I, I still like what they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still dig the beer. Mm-hmm. Get more sugars to get up in that 5.8. Yeah. Stay away from the non-beer range of Steve. Yeah. So that leads us right into our favorite segment of segment one, news, note, and neat. And neat. Yes. Yes. So, Bubba, you were talking about 5.8% ABV beers. Uh, Did you know that in Utah right now, they have that 3-2 law where you can't buy any beer with an ABV higher than 3.2 in grocery stores? I didn't know about that. So that is about the change. Oh, Yes. Utah recently voted, it has gone through the House and the Senate, uh, that they will now uh, get rid of that 3-2 law. Hmm. Now, are they putting it on a new limit? They are. They are. Just raising the bar. They are raising the bar from 3.2 to 4. Woo! <laughs> wow. <laughs> to 4. The original bill actually uh, wanted to set it at 4.8%. Which, which they should have. Which they should have. <laughs> However, there were some some uh, outside influences uh, that pushed back on that. Yeah. It's Utah. I don't have to explain it. Yeah. Uh, so they reworded the bill, and now it is 4%. Okay. Yeah. That is a 25% increase, though. It is. Okay, it so, is. well, all right. So my question going into this is, when mm-hmm. you, we talked about this earlier because we talked about Colorado doing away with 3-2. Yes. Well, the reason why... Colorado got rid of 3-2 is because 3-2 as a beer is going extinct because no other state really carries it. And and that is part of the reasoning as to why they're doing this. Okay, uh, okay, but so Utah's going to 4%, but isn't most... It's 4-2-4-4. Right, 4-2-4-3. Yeah. You're, you're still three. not there. Right, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but it's progress. Okay. It's progress. And that was actually what the, uh, the governor said, uh, Gary Herbert. Yeah. The governor of Utah, of course. Uh, he said that, that several other states are going away from this, and they need to be able to to have something in place uh, because the market isn't there anymore. Right. So they need to change with the times. Yeah, the macros aren't producing 3-2 anymore. Right. I, un- I understand, you know, it, they don't really think about craft beer at all mm-hmm. in this situation. I mean, there are some craft beers that do produce, you know, under 4. Right. And... I don't think they're concerned about that, but like the macros are just doing away with three two. They don't want to produce it anymore, right? Because it's it. There's not a market there for it anymore. Right. Yeah. So Colorado that, don't care. I think who was the other state? Was Oklahoma. It? Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oklahoma did away with that as well. Uh, so yeah, Herbert said that they have to reflect the market. Mm-hmm. So that's that is their attempt to do that to at least get higher than the three two. I, it's a small step, and I I have a hunch it's not the last step. No, it ju- it just seems stupid to make a small step. Right, like e- either go four eight or four five, mm-hmm. or 
just stop selling beer in grocery stores. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, well, go the other way and say, you know what, we're not going to sell beer in grocery stores. You have to buy it at, at a liquor, liquor store. control. Yeah. Which, which is exactly what you do in Utah. Once you get above what would 3 2, mm-hmm. currently 4 0. Yeah. In in the future, or depending on how later on you listen to this episode now. Right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> in the year 2030, where there is no Utah. Right. Let us go back and explain. Once there was the United States, there were 50 states. <laughs> Utah was one of them. They had a lot of extreme liquor laws. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to buy everything over, anything over 3-2, you have to go to a, a liquor store to go buy it. Right. Uh, so... To, to kind of blend into the neat category, Utah is one of 18 states that does have a cap on the ABV for beer that is sold in grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is the next one uh, at 4%. They're yeah. also at 4%. It's kind of goofy. Uh, South Carolina has a limit of 175 Yeah. I mean, it's a limit, but <laughs> yeah, right. But who's gonna go there? Southern tier. So like, no one twenty minute, I guess. Right, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no one twenty minute or the uh, the worldwide style. The worldwide right. style. Yeah. Although, like, I don't know. I, That's like right off. That might be seventeen five. They might yeah. just be able to be like, yeah, it's seventeen. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Sell it. <laughs> so there you go. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. I thought Ohio had a limit for a while as well. Ohio does. Ohio has a limit of. 12%. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania does not have a limit? Pennsylvania has no limits. Nope. They had a limit of zero at one point. It's the wild, wild mid-Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Except for you got to jump through hoops if you're a grocery store to sell it. But, you right. know. Yeah, you can get there, though. Yeah, yeah, as soon as you jump through all your hoops and red tape in Pennsylvania law, then you can sell whatever you want. Right. <laughs> I still haven't figured out how we have drive-away daiquiris. I can't figure that out. I haven't out. figured that out either. I, I just feel like we shouldn't talk about it much because we you, might be snitching on somebody. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't ruin a good thing. Right, exactly. <laughs> somebody found a loophole somewhere. <laughs> so there you go. Hmm. Utah is coming up with the times. <laughs> a lot of time. They're catching up to Wisconsin. Yeah. They've not caught up to anything. They, they took a half measure. <laughs> but they caught Wisconsin. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they they took a half measure to a step that they should have went a little bit further for to include <laughs> like I'm not you know I'm not advocating for macro beers but the only way you get is you have to go above 4%. Right. Yeah, but you still can get the beer in that state. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, you can still get it but right. actually the the liquor stores I think are few and far between as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Unless you live near a state line? Right. More people are much more likely to cross state line. Right. Gotcha. Go, to a, go to a border station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those those are few and far between as well. So, yeah. so Steve, what do you got? So, my story, and it's a bit of a news in a neat, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Uh, we're, ta- we're talking springtime activities, and people are thinking vacations, and I believe we'll be talking more about vacations throughout the episode. Absolutely. But... I wanted to go back down to Florida and visit our friends at Brew Hub. Okay. I uh, go back a couple episodes. We had Brew Hub and they had that matte black coffee oh, lager. Yeah. It was a really good beer. Yeah. So they actually have announced a partnership with Carnival Cruise Line. Really? Yeah. Okay. So let's uh, dial back a little bit to 2016. All the way back. All the way back. Carnival Cruise Line actually opened two breweries on the seas. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're 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 located in the ship. Okay, and they brew on the ship, and so on the Vista, 
the Carnival Vista, they opened the Red Frog Pub and Brewery. Okay. Where they op- where they brew beers on the Vista, and that's all Red Frog brewed mm-hmm. and branded. And then on the horizon, they have Guy Fieri's Pig and Anchor Smokehouse slash Brewhouse. Mouthful. <laughs> Why am I not surprised that Guy Fieri has his hand cruise in Carnival Carnival Cruise Carnival Cruise Lines? Cruise lines. <laughs> well, if you're out there, if you're out at sea long enough, yeah, yeah. don't count that out. Depending on who your ship captain is, <laughs> take you to Flavor Town. <laughs> so I don't want to shit on Guy Fieri, yeah, but it that just that just makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it all goes together. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy Buffett, Guy Fieri, Carnival Cruise Lines, yeah, they they all mesh into the same kind of. Eh, you know, car- khaki cargo short people wear. <laughs> hey, but yeah. <laughs> hey, I resemble that remark. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having extra storage. <laughs> Mid-thigh. You're just... <laughs> Mid-thigh storage. You're just purse annex. <laughs> That's all it is. I can support this. <laughs> yes, My- with your leg. Your ah, damn it. Your legs. <laughs> your legs. I'm an idiot. I know. It was a good pun, and you biffed it at the end. Mm-hmm. Support it with your legs. So, yeah, they they have these two breweries, and uh, Carnival has now partnered with Brewhub to keg and can oh. these beers. Okay. So now these beers will be available across all 26 ships. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you'll be able to take them home from the ships as well. Okay. So, hmm. I'm curious how Brewhub got involved in that. Obviously, yes, they're a Florida brewery, mm-hmm. but aren't they uh, near Orlando? No. Like Orlando, Tampa area? Mm, Orlando and Tampa are not close. They're on the I-4. <laughs> on <laughs> one's, <the> on, <laughs> one's on uh, the Atlantic side, one's on the Gulf side. No, Orlando's like smack in the middle. Yeah, Orlando's smack in the middle. Yeah. You Tampa, okay, Tampa, Tampa is north in the Gulf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the brew hub is in Lakeland, Florida. Okay, which is, which is outside of Tampa. Right, I, agree. Like, I think it's like an hour an hour outside of Tampa. Okay, it's not. I don't think it's near Orlando. I mean, Orlando and Tampa are only a couple hours apart. I it, I don't know what kind of triangle it makes. <laughs> Maybe it's fine. A skinny one. I don't know, but yeah. So I believe brew hub's involvement is because they're kind of like the copper kettle we have up here. Oh, in yes. That, in that they kind of brew with home brewers mm-hmm. as well as you know just whoever they're kind of like an incubator yeah kind of setup yeah they're an incubator essentially for brewers so i think because they have the facilities for canning and kegging mm-hmm. they were just able to contract themselves out to carnival gotcha yeah makes sense yeah so and that's how they got involved and they're they're not really involved in any other way mm-hmm. with the brewing process because the ships have their own breweries. Right. So they're more just sort of renting equipment kind of thing. Right. Helping with equipment, canning, distribution. Yeah. The ships have their own breweries and brewmasters, so mm-hmm. they're good there. And Guy Fieri. And Guy Fieri. <laughs> and Guy Fieri's name. <laughs> so they're they're offering a Caribbean wheat, a toasted amber, and a West Coast IPA. Okay. As the first three cans available so are the, i i know you said that you could buy them on all 26 ships and mm-hmm. you can take them off the ships are they available uh land side thank you no. land side. oh all yeah right. carnival yeah. exclusive right yes all right so so you gotta take a trip no <laughs> no but i am curious how that works when with going into international waters i'm sure they have that all figured out 
International waters, there's no rules. Yeah. I know. Monkey knife fights. <laughs> there's no rules. You can do the gambling, and that's when the casinos but, open on the ships. <laughs> they, they already supplied alcohol on the ships, so it's not like they're in a realm of... Mm-hmm. I don't, I just that just was the logical question for me is does that any any of that come into play? Apparently not. No, because <laughs> no. when you're trying to shut down monkey knife fights, yeah, nobody <laughs> cares about a little brewing. With, with all the other debauchery and grossness on, on a cruise ship, true. I, I think a brewery is the last thing they care about. Uh, right. Plus, they also have the duty free shops sometimes. On <laughs> duty, <laughs> duty. <laughs> So yeah, if, if you plan on, on the poop deck, <laughs> yes, the duty free shop is on the poop deck. <laughs> Hi, we're all thirteen right now. Ha ha, ho ho. Yeah, but uh, if you plan on taking a carnival cruise as a vacation, you can get some beers. Can get some beers and take some home. Nice. Get some beers that aren't Coors Light and Tecate. For sure, yeah. Right, you can definitely get that. <laughs> right, <laughs> or Soul. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that's that's all that we got for this week. It's not too eventful. No, that's a good thing, though. No, I think there's good news. There, you can have a lot of news that's good news. That's true. That's <laughs> nobody, true. Just nobody reports on it because it's, uh, I don't know, it doesn't sell. Don't, don't move papers. Yeah, don't move papers. <laughs> you got to report on bad news. <laughs> However, what I will report on is this masthead mm-hmm. falling fruit. Mm-hmm. Still good. I was digging it. Still, still good. Delicious. They're still competing with Cinderlands. For best brewery, mm-hmm. best new brewery. Don't forget to go to what is that USA Today dot com. Yeah, USA Today, or I think it's also like Best Ten dot com. Mm-hmm. Vote mm-hmm. for Cinderlands, Picklesburg, and Fresh West, but don't vote for Masthead. <laughs> you can support them. You can support them, but don't vote for them. Give them money, <laughs> but not your vote. Yeah, buy this beer. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Homerism. Yeah, showing. That's all that is. Yeah, buy their beer. Buy buy uh what else? What else do I like by them? The uh, single origin coffee. Yeah. That was pretty good, too. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Masthead uh, makes a good beer. End of that. <laughs> End of brief, according to Adam. Yeah, we're Masthead done. makes a good beer. We're done with that. Bubba. <laughs> Best it, Bubba. This is my first time having Masthead. And, You're happy uh, about it? Yeah. I would totally uh, go back for one of theirs. Okay. Well, you already heard, heard me mention off some other ones you should try by them. The single origin coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're on my list. Yes. Right on. All right. Well, I think that was a pretty decent segment one. Well executed. Yes. All right. Be prepared for segment two, where we will talk more about vacation. And beer. And beer. And Bubba. And beercation. But not a Bubbacation. Not a Bubbacation. No. No. Sorry. I'm not going on that trip. <laughs> I'm not it's va- a short trip. I'm not, vaca- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not vacationing to you. <laughs> you. Just saying. I'm That's kind of gross. All right. We'll be back, Hop Nation. Join us May 11th for the third annual North Hills Homebrew Fest at the Pittsburgh Shrine Center Picnic Pavilion. Homebrewers from around the area will be featuring their best beers for you to taste while competing for the grand prize of having their beer brewed and served at Penn Brewery. The event will feature raffles, auctions, painting with a twist, food from Vagabond Tacos and Oakmont Barbecue, a live homebrewing demo by Kegel Brewing, and a live podcast by us, Hop Nation USA. Tickets are $35 for VIP, $25 for general admission, and only $5 for designated drivers. Proceeds go to benefit the Shriners. Purchase tickets, or if you're a home brewer, get your entry form at SiriusShriners.org. Just click on the Events tab, and we'll see you on the 11th. Welcome back. We're talking fruit beers here on the Hop Nation USA podcast, episode 99. It's pretty neat. It is. It's real neat. Pretty neat. Yeah, so we're talking fruit beers. I, I let Steve introduce the next one, so I will. Okay, so the next beer is coming from 
the Koshan Brewery. It's out of Northwest Washington State, Bellingham, more specifically. So isn't that pretty much just Seattle? No. Northwest <laughs> Washington? No. No, because you're talking Northwest Washington. Seattle's actually, I think, more towards the south and middle. I thought it was more towards the north. No, mm. I think it's more towards the north. On the Puget side? I've been wrong about three other things geography-wise. So, Geography. <laughs> so I don't feel good about Bubba agreeing with me here. But I remember from watching the Ted Bundy tapes. Okay. That's He was from Seattle. Okay. Oh. It was towards the Pacific Ocean. Ted Bundy also operated in Florida, too, though. He did. Eventually, yeah. he made it there. Yeah, yeah. Huh. He operated all over. Um, but... I don't know. Okay. If, if you if you would have said Tacoma, I would have said yes. Tacoma is near Seattle. I agree because the airport is called SeaTac. I know right. that. Right. <laughs> Bellingham, I can't I can't speak to, so we'll just move on on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah. Uh, hey, you might be right. It's true. It's happened once before. You and Bubba might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I don't These like, are the options. I don't yeah. like my odds. <laughs> <laughs> it's two. It's two against one. We got this. <laughs> Mm. I don't think we can beat them up, man. <laughs> so uh, the beer we have from the Colshan Brewing Company, though, is the Raspberry Goza. Yes. And it is a 4% alcohol Goza, and it's made with malted wheat, Pilsner malt, German pearl hops, and raspberries. Nice. Yes. So that's about that. All right. On the can, though, it does say that it's bright and highly sessionable. Mm. Well, at 4%, that makes sense. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And it says this is meant to pay homage to the unbeatable long summer days and the hard-working raspberry farmers of Whatcom County. Hmm. So there you go. See, here's where I'm disappointed. Yeah? It's it's paying homage, and it should be an homage. I, I don't... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> don't English. <laughs> Tomato, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, Let's get this beer going. Yeah, let's pour it up. To add on to this, we're talking about fruits that can be picked in the March, in the spring times, and the things like that. This is one of the fruits that you would actually plant post last frost. Oh, Raspberries. Okay. They're not as hardy, so you have to wait for the last frost before you can start growing. Okay. Or else they die. I did not know that. I, I am not up to date on my raspberries. I looked up what fruits are good and what fruits are not <laughs> for the episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mangoes, you can plant. <laughs> really? Yes. Mango- well, well Ma- mangoes will mangoes will be ready in the springtime. Oh, I didn't realize they were frost resistant. I think I think it's like the way they grow and the fact that you can one plant them in tropical areas. Mm, yeah. And then two, they won't fruit before. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. They won't fruit before the frost. Right. Right. Yeah. So then, like, also strawberries, you can plant mm-hmm. because they grow really quick. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Rhubarb. Because it's mm. in the ground. Never rub another man's dies. rhubarb. Yeah, sure. <laughs> rhubarb uh, is like bamboo of the fruit. Yeah. It just doesn't go away. Yeah. Although it makes a much better pie. Than oh, bamboo? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I've never had a bamboo pie. Let's keep it that way. I've never had a bamboo beer either. Mmm. I don't Let's know. keep it that way. I don't know. I'll try it. I'll see what's up. All right. Panda's got to be on to something. <laughs> Do they? I don't know. I don't know. You don't get that big for eating stuff that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) They're the fattest vegans in the world. (laughs) How do you do this, Panda Bears? (laughs) All right. So, looking at this beer, it looks like a rosé wine. It really does. It's got (laughs) an odd yellowish-reddish tint to it. It's pink. 
<laughs> no, no. No, no, it's yellowish red. <laughs> yeah, pink. Nope, mm, yellowish red. Who do you want to go with on this one, Bubba? I'm, I'm going to side with Steve. Damn it. You need to get your eyes fixed. <laughs> There's a lot of things I need to change in my life. As, as a person who does a lot of color correcting in his life, I, I, I really need to make sure that my eyes are good and that I can discern color. <laughs> yeah, so it's yellowish red. No. <laughs> Pink. Would you say it's a very, very light red? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would say it's a very, They very have a light name red. for that. It's pink. <laughs> this, this is grapefruit pink. <laughs> I don't know about It's not quite grapefruit. It still has, like, kind of that that darker tinge. Okay. Okay, Bubba. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so on the nose, it smells like a goose. Goes uh, where? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Smells like raspberries. It does <laughs> smell like raspberries. I just wanted to make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> smells like it goes. It goes in my mouth. <laughs> mm, let's try that now. It tastes like raspberries. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty tart. No, mm, is it? I don't get. Mm, I don't think it's that tart. More like tart it than the last beer. It is more. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the hard hitting analysis you guys wanted. <laughs> Get what you pay for. <laughs> Bubba has successfully identified the difference between a goza and just a regular fruited ale. <laughs> this one is much more tart. Damn it, when you put it that way. <laughs> sound really stupid. <laughs> so, I sound really stupid on this beer. You sound really stupid on this beer. Steve, you're next. Killing it. <laughs> I'm killing it. Keep it 100. Nice. I like it. Even what? though it is tart because it is a goza, mm -hmm. it's not again reaching into that territory of pucker sour that i hate okay yeah i i do like that and but i do agree that it is not in that territory whatsoever mm -hmm. i think it's a uh, well it's not it's not as tart as it can be That's well fair. i agree um, with that it's just more personal preference i i don't like a lot of tartness any any uh noticeable tartness in my beer so okay Okay. It's not for me, but it does kind of remind me of some greener pastures up ahead. I got nothing on that one. As in, like, uh, we're cresting into spring. Oh, it's, it is, it's, oh. it's fresh. <laughs> it's fresh. It's it's getting me towards I that. Those spring flavors. I thought you were making a Grateful Dead joke that I wouldn't have got. <laughs> no. Nah, well, spring before that at all. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll agree with Bubba. It it does have that fresh and bubbliness to it. Kind of makes you think of spring days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and perhaps you know warmer climes. Warmer climes. Yeah. And then the farmers of Whatcom County. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking about them right now. Aw. <laughs> hey, they probably worked really hard getting those raspberries. They probably did. Mm -hmm. So let's pay tribute to them by drinking their beers. Here, here. To the Whatcom County brewery in, in the oh, Whatcom yeah. County firms. farmers. There you go. <laughs> the farmers. <laughs> the farmers. And your glorious raspberries. And your raspberries. <laughs> yes. So thank you for that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's good beer. Mm-hmm. No, not, not otherwise. It just is a good beer. Well, okay. In conjunction with your hard there work. There you go. It there is you a good go. beer. Yeah. <laughs> not in spite of. Yeah, not in spite of your hard work. In conjunction with your hard work. They're lazy, now undumb. <laughs> you lazy assholes. <laughs> You're not lazy assholes, as far of, as I know. <laughs> in spite of your piss piddling around in the field. <laughs> to drive it around on a tractor all day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on. Please. Segment two. 
Yes. El Duce. El Duce. We're talking about warmer climates. We're talking about warmer days. We're talking about greener pastures. Mm-hmm. I think it's time that we might start planning our beer occasions. Yes. Does anybody have any ideas where they would like to go on beer occasion this summer? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Adam. We're road tripping. All right. Adam wants the road trip. Yes. Where are we road tripping, Adam? So here's what I'm going to do. This is my my personal preference. This is this is my East Coast tour. So we're we're starting in... Well, Pittsburgh, and we're going to go to the airport, hop on a plane. Wait a minute. This is the worst road Im- trip. You just immediately eliminated the road part. <laughs> we haven't even started really yet. Really short road, about a quarter mile long, yeah. right to where you can get off. <laughs> it ends abruptly, so make sure you're up. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> there are portions of this machine. Okay. All right. So we're flying up to Maine. And then, oh. then we're getting our rental car. Okay. There you go. You could have just said we can start in Maine because we do have listeners in Maine. Okay. We're starting in Maine. There we go. There. <laughs> that, we'll just cut to the quick. We're starting in Maine. And we're going to take a trip from Maine down through the eastern seaboard through Rhode Island and Connecticut. We're going to cut across New York. We're going to come down. We're going to come down through Pittsburgh. Don't worry. Everything's fine. We're going to cut over to Ohio and eventually we are going to end up in North Carolina. Now, you may be wondering, well, what are we going to do on that trip? Well, I'm going to give you some cities to stop in. Number one, it's not a city. It's the entire state of Maine. Uh, there's not much going on in terms of highways in Maine. <laughs> I want to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get a road trip on a plane. We're going to stop at a city. Just the state. <laughs> we're going to start in the city state of Maine. Whatever I tell you, I'm going to tell you the exact opposite of what we're going to be doing. All right. It might need a final coat of polish here. Don't worry. Adam's vacation itinerary reads like it, it's MapQuest transcribed by a toddler. We're going to take a cruise. Screw that. Better get your coal shovel because we're going on a steam engine. You're going to get on the Queen Mary 2. You're going to sail it all the way across the ocean. <laughs> then you're going to get on the Brewdog plane and fly back to Columbus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not. It's actually not a bad idea. No, it's really not. Well, isn't the QM2 over in the Pacific Ocean? Mm, no, I thought that was, that's the one that leaves out of New York. I thought the QM2 was uh, out of Long Beach. Mm. Regardless. Mm. Regardless. So, yeah, we're going to start in Maine. We're going to enjoy some of that action there. Uh, we're going to come down. you got to come through Massachusetts, so there's some breweries there you have to check out. Uh, I'll let Sam explain those ones. Adams? <laughs> it's just easily just a treehouse in Trillium. That's exactly. Like, you, don't exactly. Have to, you don't have to point them towards Sam who isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always have a soft spot in Rhode Island, uh, so that's going to include Newport Storm. Uh, then we're going to go into Connecticut. Two roads. We're going to jump in there. So when we cut over... Over into New York, uh, that's going to include Syracuse, Rochester, and Buffalo. Uh, there are some fine breweries there. Then we're going to cut into Erie. That's kind of a hidden gem a little bit. They're starting to come up a little bit more and more. Cutting down into Pittsburgh, don't have to talk about that. Anybody who's anybody knows what's going on there. We are cutting over to Columbus, at which point we're going to go south. Uh, that's when we get into the Kentucky area, Louisville and Lexington has some fine breweries. And then we're going to North Carolina where we're going to make a fine stop in the Asheville area. That is a, a hotbed. Uh, I don't have to explain what's going on there. And then I'm going to the beach for the rest of my trip. There you go. Okay. That's my plan. It's going to take me about two weeks. Yeah. Wow. It's probably going to take more than two weeks. That's fine. 
It depends on who's driving. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the, the important thing about a road trip and a beercation is you should have a designated driver. Yes. It's a lot of Ubers. Yeah. Or a lot of Ubers. <laughs> Cities. <laughs> a really accepting Uber. <laughs> right. I like the idea of just getting a limo. A limo would be nice. Just renting yeah. out a limo for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a nice way to go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's doing it in style. Doing it in the way back. Do it in style. Yes. So that is my idea, is I'd like to, to not go to a particular area and stay there. I'd like to hit all sorts of areas for a day and hit the highlights. Mm. That, is, that is my thought. That is what I'd like to do. Okay. That's it. What can you do? That's all. Just drive around, drink beer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba, would you like to go next or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, right off the bat, I would not, I'm not going to go to Utah. As much as I want to go to Park City to go snowboarding, that is not going to be my beer occasion because <laughs> it's the wrong time of the year and I want beer that'll get me drunk. Fair. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay a little more local than Adam. Uh he touched upon it uh, through his road trip, but I'm going on a trip to Erie. Like you really? Said. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so, like you said, they're kind of on the upswing. They they've got little pockets, little little breweries. There's no doubt they're on, on the upswing. On the up and up. Uh, and as we approach summer, Erie's beautiful in the summer. That is it's kind true. of a little hidden gem. You got about a two week span that it is gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> before it starts snowing again. So I'm hitting Erie. I'm hitting I'm hitting your Erie Brewing Company, Lavery, some of those those smaller breweries around there, drinking mm-hmm. a little more local, uh, and then going up to Presque Isle and chilling on the beach. I like it. Having beach beers. There you go. Yeah. I so, like it. Little little lower cost. Erie's pretty cheap to drink in too. Drink, that is true. Drink that is a very good visit. Point. So it's more obtainable. A low buck vacay. Yeah. Nice like little it. weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not spending Allegheny County prices. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Not at all. So, Steve, no. uh, you seem like the kind of guy that uh, likes vacations and drinking beers and drinking beers on vacation. Yeah, sure. Uh, being that the I have zero money <laughs> and I'll never be going on vacation in the foreseeable future. Okay. I might as well just think big. I like it. I'm going to Japan. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. You went much more uh, worldly than we did. Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, I, I, I gave you guys the prompt of, you know, think of a beercation. Well, I have to think about something I can't afford because I can't afford even to go to Erie. So. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would really like to take a, uh, a trip to Japan and okay. try and try their craft beer scene. As, as far as I understand, their craft beer scene is on the come up, mm-hmm. but it, it has a bit of a rocky history because they're, it, it's actually illegal to homebrew. Really? So unlike the U.S. where a lot of our craft breweries get started from homebrewers, mm-hmm. it's not the same way in Japan. Because you can't really brew anything over 1% ABV. So how do they get around that? Like, how, how do people get started? I, uh, that's a they, rhetorical question, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I can't speak to everybody. I, a lot of them were already established brewers mm-hmm. through Sapporo and Kirin and things like that. So I imagine they just had the backing and they could start their own craft breweries. Gotcha. There's a lot of craft brewers that came in from Europe. Okay. So you're looking at like McKellar. There's a lot of uh, McKellar has spots in Tokyo, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's another one I was looking at. It's called Ole. Okay. Not to be confused with tool. tool. Yeah. Not to be confused with that because I was confused with that. <laughs> <laughs> but ole is the Scandinavian word for beer. Oh. So mm-hmm. two ole is two beers. 
Uh, and then Ol is just beer from this Swedish company. Okay, but they have they have spot in uh, Japan as well. But I part of my part part of my vacation is also just seeing if maybe I can just turn it into a living situation. <laughs> just sort of stay there forever. Well, being that I have homebrewing experience already, ah, and okay. from, from what I've read about the Japanese beer scene is, you have your Sapporos and your Kirins and uh, I think it's uh, Asashi mm-hmm. is the other one. But th- that's all very macro, and it's all like just cold pilsners. Yeah. My homebrewing experience and my extreme brewing <laughs> behaviors <laughs> lead me to believe that I could open an actual good craft beer brewery. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. Uh, everything I was reading about homebrewers in, in Japan, it's a lot of foreigners who bring their equipment in with them. And then they just kind of try to keep it on the down low. <laughs> That's cold as ice. Yeah. So uh, my vacation will start with me testing everything. I would like to visit uh, Hitachino. Hitachino? What is Hitachino? Hitachino? Uh, Hitachino Nest is, they're just a craft brewery. Oh, right. We actually get some of their stuff sometimes. Really? Yeah. I've yeah. never seen it here in Pittsburgh. Mm, check market district time to time. Okay. They get they get some good stuff. Right I on. I believe they have like a red ale that's pretty good and then they... Uh, the anniversary ale I'm, I'm a fan of. Uh, then there's also the Abashiri Brewery. Mm-hmm. They make a blue beer. It's blue. Like oh. Kool-Aid blue. <laughs> oh, like Smurf blue. Yeah. And it's brewed with uh, glacier ice water. Like ice oh, flow. Oh, yeah. yes. Like yes, ice yes, flow yes, coming yes. off and mm-hmm. they just take it and they brew with that. I want to try that. Okay. But then I start my own brewery. And I start my own brewery like on one of the smaller islands like Okinawa. Okay. And basically, I just run the Hattori Hanzo business model <laughs> of you keep, you come seeking beer, but then like I have to read your soul, and then I make a bespoke beer. You have to wait months for it. Oh damn! Yeah, just the same way, just the same way as Uma Thurman got her sword from Hattori Hanzo and Kill Bill. But I do that with beer. So, <laughs> so does that mean they got to show up in a yellow jumpsuit as well? Yeah, you can show up, whatever. You show up in a jumpsuit looking for revenge. Okay. You know, you can just be on vacation, whatever. Hop out of the pussy wagon. Yeah. If I can... (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) But if I can tell, you know, that you're just like, you know, a regular tourist vacation, Mm -hmm. I'll just give you some Pilsner trash, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But if I can see that you have some darkness in your heart, you can stay and train for a month or two while Uh. I I brew like a, you know, a Shishido pepper. (laughs) I like it. Stout. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, when that happens, let me know. I'll come visit. And that's I'll drink one of your shitty pilsners. (laughs) I'm fine with that. I can read that you don't have revenge in your heart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know the difference between an airplane and a car. (laughs) Also, the RMS Queen Mary 2 is a transatlantic. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. What the hell is the one that's over in... In Long Beach, then? I don't know. All right. (laughs) I just know that the QE2 goes out of a... Wait, QE or QM? Or, well, both actually go out of. Oh, damn it. Yeah. The QM replaced the QE. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, my bad. I'm terrible this episode. Well, I don't expect you to know cruise culture. (laughs) That's Guy Fieri's job. (laughs) Yeah. Guy Fieri knows cruise culture. (laughs) He is cruise culture. You don't wear enough khaki shorts to know cruise culture. It's true. You also haven't retired yet. Also true. Yeah. 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 Powerball hasn't hit yet. Right. Yeah, when you when you retire and you get your Powerball, then you'll be able to tell me all about the cruise ships. <laughs> no, I'll just buy a cruise ship and put a brewery on it and say, here, go have fun. I don't think you have to buy a whole cruise ship. Nope, I'm buying it. Okay. 
If you win the lottery, why not? Hop Nation, the cruise ship. <laughs> Could we? Yeah. Partnered with BrewDog. Could we? Oh. Well, I think at that point, it would we it would become like you know like a Chris Jericho rock and wrestling okay cruise where they they rent a ship yeah and then hold events on it okay so BrewDog maybe buys the cruise ship or rents it for a week and gotcha. then we're just a feature act I gotcha okay yeah, yeah. I, I know the Impractical Jokers also have a, a, a cruise ship thing that they do why would anybody do that. I don't know. They have things for everything. They have heavy metal cruises. They have pro wrestling cruises. They have Impractical Jokers cruises. That's they have, crazy. They have all kinds of bespoke fucking tours and whatever. But three of those things sounded really cool. And then you said Impractical Jokers. <laughs> like heavy metal and all that stuff sounded like cool cruises. And then, and then like one of these things is not like the other. It sounds awesome, but it also sounds like terrible for, it, for a point. It does because you're always going to be, you might always be on. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. the other thing is, okay, say you get on a heavy metal cruise, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not like where you're you're completely separated from the from the axe right you, like if slayer is on there you're seeing carrie king at the buffet right <laughs> right and then whoever's on that tour they might fuck your girlfriend <laughs> now that's interactive just because you're, tra you're, you're trapped on the ship with them yeah you where are you gonna go yeah you can't escape that's five days of your girl looking up and down the lead singer of switchfoot or whatever the fuck <laughs> well, again, one of these things is not like me. Slayer and Switchfoot. I don't know. If, I, yeah, if I've ever thought of one heavy metal one-two punch, I don't know. At least, at least he didn't go with Striper. Yeah, I don't know if Striper goes on cruises. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I almost guarantee Switchfoot has played a cruise. It's, it sounds like a thing they do. Featuring Guy Fieri. Yeah. So I think we got ourselves a good set of vacations mm -hmm. coming up. You, you have you have Bubba's kind of low you know low impact yeah just go up to erie and have a time adams drive all around the eastern seaboard <laughs> and fly a little bit and fly a little bit maybe i'll put a train in there <laughs> who knows take a train from north carolina to virginia for no reason <laughs> yeah why not yeah. what the hell yeah and then you have my over the top fly to japan enjoy all their craft beers and then uh mm -hmm. open your own brewery on a small island i like it i yes. take a trip and now i live here yeah i take a trip and now i live here <laughs> i've absorbed your culture and now i am your culture <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you, how well you can do that at six foot four six six foot six don't short me <laughs> all right well you did get a haircut <laughs> I, I will become a man of myth and legend the the brewer who never stops eating salmon on the <laughs> <laughs> never stops eating salmon <laughs> He's like a giant bear. <laughs> he brews really, he brews crazy beer, and then he just keeps eating fish, and it doesn't make any sense. The beer bear. Yeah. And you have to take a boat to go visit him, and he'll read your soul and give you your revenge beer. Beer bear on a boat. That's right. All right, let's get back to this uh, Raspberry Gozo by Colshan. Colshan Brewing out of uh, Bellingham, Washington. Which may or may not be near Seattle. May or may not be. It's at least a state in the state. Yeah. I was going to say a state away, but it's not a state away. I, shit. I, I think that we need to start a new podcast with Bubba where it's just geography. <laughs> <laughs> just see how long it takes him to screw up yeah. a geography question or statement or anything like that. Honestly, I'm really stupid at fucking geography too. Mm -hmm. 
I just try not to talk about it as much as I can. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to put me and Bubba on a geography podcast, yeah, that's just... 30 minutes of dumb easy <laughs> dude i'll moderate that shit i'm good i'm good with that let's do it you can go ahead and look at maps and fact check us i don't mm-hmm. care yeah i'm good with that i'm not i don't a little trivia competition maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so bad yeah <laughs> but what is not bad is this Shan raspberry goza no i like it it's not bad at all i actually really enjoy it mm-hmm. it's it's fresh i can have a couple of these because it, it's not overly sweet again Mm-hmm. Again, even though we're drinking fruity beers, this one isn't sweet either. No, I mean, it's, it's sweet enough, but yes, it's sweet without being overpowering. Uh, yeah, I I liked it. Uh, I wish there was more in my fridge. Oh wait, there is. Ha ha! Yes. <laughs> Way to buck the system. That's you got right. him. <laughs> I'm going rogue this episode. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bubba, what were your thoughts on the raspberry? Oh, it's okay. It's solid. I like, right. I like raspberries, but I don't like the Goza. Okay. All right. That's uh, some hard-hitting reviews it, there, folks. It's uh, it's a good springboard beer. It is. It'll it'll get me to the next beer. Okay. Happily. I can appreciate that. I see where you're coming from on that. Uh, well, hopefully the next one just, just rips your face off with rock and roll. You like it that much? Not my face. What did I say? Rip your face. All right. Segment three is coming up. <laughs> This is Murderous Miners, Killer Kids, bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Miners, Killer Kids. Ladies and gentlemen, it is 99 episodes deep on the Hop Nation USA podcast. That means it is time for Sporty Man Reference. Sporty Man Reference? Yes. And we didn't do it at the top of the show, talking about Gretzky? Well, we got Gretzky. Whoa, we never said his name. Oh. Yeah, we, we, Whatever. <laughs> well, we had Upside Down Lemieux. Uh, upside, yeah. yeah. Upside Down Lemieux. <laughs> so we've got Gretzky. Yes. LeVon Kirkland. Okay. Carl Edwards. Okay. That other guy. Who's the other guy? Ken Griffey uh, Jr. No, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge? Yeah. Plays for the Yanks? Oh, okay. Sure. I, I believe you. That's the baseball. Yeah, sure. I'd believe you as much on this as I would geography, because I don't know either. Mm. <laughs> well, that's that's your fault. Yeah. Should have done know. that. So, yeah, it's episode 99. We are talking fruit beers. So, that means I've presented one. Steve has brought one to the table, which means now it is time for the best bubba in the business to bring us a beer. And the best Bubba in the business brings you a beer from Spice Trade Brewing. We are going to be drinking their Little Umbrella Mango Passion Fruit Wheat. Uh, Little tidbits about the beer are it comes in at 5.2% alcohol. So we've we've all been around the uh, four, between four and six all night. Mm -hmm. Um, 15 IBUs. Okay. And it is a tart and easy drinking with a refreshing blend of mango and passion fruit. I look forward to this. Uh, Spice Trade Brewing is from Arvada, Colorado, which is in the Denver metro area. And they're, they're a seven barrel brew house brewery. So I believe this is the first time we're having one of their beers on the show. This is true. Yes. I look forward to it. Welcome Spice Trade. Bring the ruckus. 
Welcome Spice Trade to the Hop Nation USA. Enjoy your stay. The Spice Trade must flow. I wonder how many times people have made that joke in Colorado. Probably several. Well, now I wonder how many times people have been stabbed for making that joke. Also several. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba, I must give you compliments for the even pour that you gave. Uh, that was very, ma- very methodical to make sure everybody got a similar amount of booze. His hands aren't all shaky like mine are. <laughs> <laughs> Got the rheumatoid. I usually don't start shaking until the af- the day after I drank beer. <laughs> Ye old DTs. I remember my grandma made stra- strawberry rheumatoid pie. Uh, <laughs> with a cortisone cl- glaze. <laughs> well, this is a haziest beer of the evening. It is. It is. But that makes sense because it's a wheat. Yes. So. Yes. That's, that's on par. Yes. As we've gotten more wheat into the beer, they've gotten more hazy. Yes. End of brief. <laughs> so the mango and the passion fruit, I can smell it. It's all in the nose. It is on the nose. It's all over the nose. Which is, again, mango is one of those fruits that sometimes can be tough. Mm-hmm. And then you can also go over. Hopefully they don't go overboard with this one. Yeah. we. What was the last mango beer we had that just like went overboard on the mango? Was it a victory monkey? Y- yes. Yes. Yeah. It was the... Was it the fruited monkey? Something the like white that. monkey? No, tropical monkey. It was a couple episodes ago. <laughs> it was <laughs> shit for brains <laughs> that we have. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you talking to me or yourself? Because it's nope. both true. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody on that one. <laughs> Yikes! Twisted monkey. Twisted monkey. There you go. The twisted monkey. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That was not great. However, what we do have is the little umbrella in front of us. So yes. we need to drink this. Let's get back on task here, folks. Right. It smells good. It does smell very delicious. Okay, so that one doesn't go overboard. That's good. Agreed. I it, like that one. It actually hits it. Mm-hmm. It hits it? It hits it. it. It hits it right in the middle, yeah. It it does It does what Adam appreciates in a beer. It gets in, gives you the flavor, gets out, yeah. finishes. Yeah. Takes care of its business and goes on its way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had jokes about my dating life but <laughs> oh <laughs> just figured to leave it <laughs> sorry my dude no, it's not, <laughs> no point in bringing that up <laughs> okay it, yeah it really is just kind of a get in get out beer mm-hmm. i like it it's me crisp. too yeah it is crisp yeah. it's fruity again it's not sweet well executed yeah so would you say that this is a good beer for a vacation it could be a good beer for a vacation could be so with that in mind i think it's time we uh we dig into the archives, uh-huh. and we move on to a segment we haven't done on this show in quite some time. No. Uh, I was doing some research, and I think the last time we did it was way back in episode 57. Are you serious? Or it might actually be 61. It's way back there, though. Wow. Yeah. That, that is impressive. <laughs> Getting the way back machine. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I think it's... Uh, the last one I found was episode 57 when we did... A beerify it segment. Yes. For the Infinity Stones gauntlet. Wow. Yeah. We have not done a beerify it segment. So, Adam, why don't you explain what a beerify it segment is to the audience? So, what we're going to do is we are going to take uh, something in everyday life uh, and we are going to create a beer around that. In past, we have done blockbusters, we have done baseball, we have done other things. <laughs> the Undertaker. <laughs> the Undertaker. Yes. Uh I think we have we done any WrestleMania beer? 
No, no, we just did straight up for Undertaker. Was it just he Undertaker? Because he was retiring. Ah, that is Supposedly correct. retiring. Yeah, well. Yeah, you got to go back to Buried Alive. Yes, the, yes. Was the title of that beer. Between Adam and I, we have about four or five years, if not more, of homebrewing experience. Mm-hmm. And Bubba's not far behind himself. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's up to the task. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to craft a beer for vacation. The perfect vacation beer. Yes, we are going to generate the perfect vacation beer, at least in our eyes. Okay. So what this means is I, I, I think we have to figure out, first of all, what kind of vacation we agree we would all be willing or wanting to take. So that comes down to to two general areas in my mind. Either you go to the beach or you go to the mountains. Okay. I mean, there's a lot more other places to go. <laughs> I was thinking the same exact thing when you said two locations. I, beach and mountains are your are your options. Those are. So I it, was thinking warm or cold, but <laughs> okay. All right, then we'll go that way. Do we want to take a winter vacation, or do we want to take a summer vacation? I um I believe since we're headed into summer vacation, we should think on summer vacation beers. I agree. It should be a warmer beer. It should be for warmer weather, right. not not a stout. I'm acquiescing to not a stout. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we understand it's going to be for the summer months. Where are we going to go on our summer vacation? Are we going to the mountains? Are we going to the beach? Or are we going to the big city? Japan. <laughs> We're going to a steakhouse. They have all of them. <laughs> they have, they have a mountain, and then they have they have beaches, and they have an, an entire sea. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of things. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> is this to turn into an advertisement for Japan? I didn't tell you, but Japan is a new sponsor of, the, <laughs> of nice. Pop Nation USA. <laughs> nice. I'm all right with that. Now I can get yeah. some Bridgestone tires. Yeah, I'm just telling you. <laughs> get a discount on your Subaru parts. Oh, you sold your Subaru. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> That's all right. So, where do we want to go? Are we going to Japan? I, I don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so, we beaching it, we mountain it. Bubba, uh, or are we going to the big city? Bubba, I will put that one on you. Uh, I'm going to go with a coin toss between mountain and beach. I don't really have much of a desire to go to a city. Too much bustly. I like to relax on vacation you don't like a lot of hustle in your bustle yeah um i haven't been on a beach vacation for a while so let's go there we're beaching it beaches are beaches are nice okay all right we're going to the beach so everybody grab your suntan lotion your other bottle of suntan lotion suntan lotion i, <laughs> I still wear a white t-shirt and a ball cap on the beach <laughs> <laughs> do you also wear the big floppy hat and carry around your metal detector <laughs> no not yet and talk about these kids these days. <laughs> he is these kids these <laughs> I days. Know, yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that point yet in my life, but I don't think it's that far. It's really not. It, it'll happen to you. Trust You'll me. There. You'll get there. <laughs> so we're going to the beach. I, I, I think it is correct for us to go for a nice lighter beer, a crisper beer. Mm-hmm. How do we want to do this? I, I think lager is a bit too much. Lager is too much. Lager is crap. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> So, I, I, if we're going with a lighter beer, I think we go with a maybe a Pilsner, or we go with something like a uh, a blonde ale. Mm. Unless you have I, a better idea. So when I think beach, yes, the problem with like a blonde ale or a Pilsner is they usually aren't coupled with this kind of citrusy or fruity mm-hmm. sweetness. Okay. That I think of whenever I'm at the beach. All right. 
So it, to me, almost it, we would have to go like a wheat. I'm route. in agreement with Bubba. Wheat. Yeah. We go wheat. I'm yeah. good with wheat. I'll yeah. go wheat. I know. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm in agreement with Bubba. I'm very pro wheat. It's, it's wheat. All right. <laughs> so we're getting ourselves a wheat beer together to go to the beach. When we go to the beach, I, I think we we will have to use some adjuncts. I mean, come on, it's it's beerify it. We got to get a little a little crazy here. Mm-hmm. We got to try some mm-hmm. things here. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to use is I would like to use sea oats in the mash sea oats sea oats what are sea oats sea oats is the the little oat looking things on the dunes like is that the, food? like mussels <laughs> no not mussels no no it's a plant is that food yes can you brew with that sure why not <laughs> it's like the white sugars in it. shit that kind of grows right at the uh the edge of the water line on the pier that's foam I think you're not supposed to. <laughs> I think you're not supposed to take those. I don't care Be- because they, I'm going rogue this episode. That's fine. I'm just. I. I am just saying for the rest of the audience. That is. That is actually true. Ignore what we're about to say because I'm pretty sure what you're talking about. Those plants. They keep the the integrity of the dune. They absolutely do. <laughs> they absolutely do. I know what you're talking about now. I had to think about it, but yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah. The, those keep the integrity of the dune. You can. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but it, but I, I think that's appropriate to put in the mash. We could put some sea salt in there. We could put some sea salt in there. So would, would sea salt go good with a wheat? Yeah, because, I mean, you get you start approaching Goza territory doing that. True. So, yeah. Especially if we're also going to do some tropical fruited. Which we haven't gotten to yet, but we're totally yeah. going to. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. So I, I think a, a classic wheat recipe. Uh, we'll throw in some sea oats in there. Might have to dry it out a little bit. I don't know. We'll figure out how we get to that. We gotta harvest it first without getting arrested. <laughs> so we'll task you with that one. Night harvest. <laughs> Night harvest. That is correct. Um, I'm gonna throw in two adjuncts. Okay. As an idea, coconut. Yeah. And lime. Okay. Bob says no on the coconut. I don't like coconut, but that's just maybe me being picky. That's tropical vacation drink time. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Get with the program. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting strong armed into this one. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll allow it. What What okay. about? Okay. What about? What about no coconut, but pineapple and lime? Mm. Ooh, pineapple and lime. I can get with that. Yeah. Yeah. I could appreciate something like that. I, I think that is very appropriate. I, th- I think it's representative of pineapple from Hawaii mm-hmm. and lime from Florida. Them's the beaches. So I'll, I'll go one step further. Uh-huh. I'll say key limes. Okay. Yeah. 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 Straight up key limes oh, yeah. from the Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, key limes will be in that recipe. I think that's fantastic. Hops, hops. We'll just use regular ass hops. I mean, you could use citra to bring the some, so you don't have to add as much. Okay. Of we the, we the could fruit. we could use New Zealand and Australian hops because they also have they the got beaches. beaches. They got the beaches too. They got beaches. Yeah. All right. I can dig on that. They got the beaches. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they got the beaches. Whoever got the beaches, we take it. We take it. Uh, take a thing from you. Okay. Yeah. So in that case, uh, should we use a little bit of vanilla for Madagascar? Sure. All right. I don't know how good their beaches are, but... Mm-hmm. They yeah. go all the way around. Yeah. Demolition so. Island. <laughs> <laughs> should we use some potatoes? Because we got Ireland that has some potato beaches. Beach. <laughs> they don't have beaches. They just have cliffs. They... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just cliff sides and everything crashes up against. Very small beaches at the bottom. <laughs> you might be right. It's a bit pebbly. Yeah, there's, it's, it's just all pebbles and rocks and ow, my feet. 
once we uh, we go through all your uh, your boil process and all that stuff, when we get into the fermentation, uh, there is one thing that I want to use, and I want to use some sandalwood. Okay. And what I want to do is I want to take the sandalwood and I want to soak it in rum. Yeah. Okay. Some Caribbean rum. Yeah. They got the beaches too. They they got it the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to take some some sandalwood. Uh, you know, whittle it up a little bit. Make so, some spires. Make them spires. Soak it in some some nice Caribbean rum, and we're going to put it in that fermenter to get some of that good rum taste to it. That's where you can add your vanilla from Madagascar. Agreed. That too. Vanilla rum would be yep. delicious. Vanilla, lime, pineapple, rum. Yeah. I'll drink it. Yeah. I'll drink whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. any whatever. sequence. <laughs> this is sounding more and more like just a painkiller. It's pretty close. But we got lime in it, so that's yeah, different. Yeah, painkillers don't have lime. So. No. So, no, that does sound. <laughs> also, it's a beer. <laughs> True. So, I think I think we can do something with this. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is minus the sea oats. Yes. We, we might have to work on that one a little bit. Maybe talk to, I don't know, a national seashore somewhere and be like, hey, yo, Ranger, can we borrow some? Yeah. It's for science. <laughs> is this cool? <laughs> what about this beach? Nobody visit this one. Right. It's full of broken glass. <laughs> <laughs> does that mean we have to send Bubba out the night before? With a bag full of broken glass mm-hmm. to throw out there. <laughs> Maybe we can get some lab-grown. Lab-grown oats? Lab-grown sea oats. Okay. Oat clones. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> we can take down big big sea oat companies. <laughs> take with the blood sea oats. <laughs> blood sea oats. <laughs> I don't think the beers has the market cornered on sea oats. <laughs> so we got to name this. Well, I, I got a little more. Oh, there's more. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. So okay. we're talking vacation. We are, yes. And uh, I just wanted to put this in your minds. We're talking about perfect summer vacation drinks. Anytime I've taken a summer vacation, which is few and far between, mm-hmm. I do like myself a nice a decory. I like my drinks of frozen. Yeah. I like them slushed. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've noticed Hitchhiker, as of late, has been serving a lot of their subsurface uh, sours and things of that nature. Yeah. They've been serving them in a slushed style as well. All right. So we're slushing this guy? We're going to slush this up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Put it in a daiquiri glass. So uh, can you add one additional favor to me? Yes. For me. Uh, can you put a straw in it, but keep a little bit of the paper on the top? Yes. We can do that. That way I can take it driving. That's right. Okay. We can do that. <laughs> it also needs an umbrella. It does. Can yes. it be uh, a paper straw? We like them turtles. <laughs> fair point. That, okay. That's actually a very fair point. Okay. Yeah. Paper straw so it seals itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to drink it fast before the straw deteriorates. Right. Drink. <laughs> no, I'm good with that. And I also want like a big, long, crazy toothpick like you find in a Bloody Mary. You want to put like some peppers on it or something? Shrimp. Some scrimps? Scrimps. Yeah, some scrimps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. We From put- the sea. <laughs> Oh, is that where you get them? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like them Lake Erie scrimps? Nope. <laughs> Those are zebra mussels. That's a totally different Them's organism. Gross. <laughs> That's gross. All right. All right. Uh, but was there anything else? Any garnishes you like to put on this? Any any particular uh, servings you want to do with this? Man, after what Steve added, you're going to have to like wear eye protection so you don't lose an eye with the amount of stuff coming out of the top. It's a of very this. interactive beer. Yeah. That's why the straw's in there, so you don't put your face in it. <laughs> got you at every corner. <laughs> you're you're not. think these things out. <laughs> we got to name this guy. So it's got 
pineapple lime. Yeah. Sea oats, sandalwood rum, vanilla. Sea salt. Sea salt. Scrimps. With a scrimp kebab. With a scrimp kebab. <laughs> right. I feel like it's obvious to put beaches yeah. in as some sort of pun. But I don't know. We could probably do better. The turnover week beach dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Every Saturday when everybody's done with their vacation and throwing all their chairs they bought and all their shit into the dumpster. That's what we just did with this beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. That's the name of it. It's a long name, but I mean, yeah. Okay. What was, uh, oh, nah, never mind. All right. I was going to say, what was, what was that beach cop? show with mario lopez it was like pacific blue but there's but there's more beaches than just the pacific in ours true yeah true we could just call it blue yeah. and then get sued by pepsi <laughs> but it's not even gonna be blue i know that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible thing to do you get sued and it doesn't even look right <laughs> have you been involved with any of this episode anything that i've come up with so far <laughs> not mm. great I mean, life's a beach. That's lazy. That's yeah. You see that on on five dollar t shirts. Yeah, (gasps) five dollar t shirt stand. (laughs) Okay then. Yeah, five dollar t shirt stand. Sure, you got it all. (laughs) Cool. Fair enough. Yeah, we call it the tourist trap. The five dollar t shirt stand. Yeah. The yeah. Yeah, I'll go with five dollar t shirt stand. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm cool with that. Sweet. So look for that. Uh, Well, we're not making it. So make it yourself. Yeah, it's your homebrew, but yeah. <laughs> you can name it whatever you want. Guess what, Hop Nation? You now have homework. Yeah. You have homework for a homebrew. Nice. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Recipe will be online some point. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Well, well executed, gentlemen. Good work. Yes. Yeah. Well done. So, this this beer that we have here, the uh, with the weird looking goat with a earring. <gasps> oh. That's, that's their uh, their brewery art, their main main logo, but... The little umbrella. Yes. Yes. A mango passion fruit wheat. What if we put an empty can of this on top of the $5 t-shirt stand? Because it's a little umbrella. Ah. I get it. I like it. I get it. I like it. So Spice Trade. Good beer. I thought they did a good job. I thought it was solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're real drinkable. All the beers tonight made me think of summer times. Yes. Yeah. So that means it's time to go to the podium where we have to make sure that we rank them. They are put into their place. Wow. <laughs> it's aggressive. That everything <laughs> everything has its place. <laughs> well then, Steve, since you're uh, being aggressive about it. 5S system. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go first. All right. Uh, let's see. I feel like I'm going to put the Kolshan Goza in bronze. It's not a knock on the beer. Because honestly, all the beers tonight were pretty good. I just think it's because the Goza is a Goza. It's a little more tart than the other two beers. I couldn't drink as many. At 4%, it's really drinkable, but I just couldn't drink as many because I get tired of the tartness. My, my mouth would start to pucker and dry, even after five, I bet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't quench the thirst. Yeah, it doesn't. It would eventually stop quenching and just be... Nah, nah. <laughs> um, silver, I'm going to give to the masthead. It's pretty good as well. It's got that nice peach flavor. It's a little tart, um, but that is not in a way that would affect it at all. I just feel like it's also a little bit more malty than the Spice Trade Little Umbrella. The Little Umbrella is everything fresh from the Koshan with everything fruity from the Masthead. Just kind of combined together into a really light, refreshing beer. 
I, I got to give gold to the Little Umbrella by the Spice Trade Brewing Company. It's a really excellent beer. I would have a bunch. Nice. I would keep it in a cooler <laughs> <laughs> by my side on river floats Ooh. or sea floats. Yeah. However it may turn out. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on uh, this episode's beers? I mean, Steve nailed it, at least for my rankings as well. I, I put the uh, Cool Shan Ghost in third. Wasn't a bad beer. Did like the raspberry taste to it, but I'm not a ghost fan. Hmm. So just by default, it kind of gets pushed down. Not Well, not necessarily by default because the uh, Masthead beer was pretty delicious. So like I said, Steve pretty much nailed it with uh, with it being a little more malty. I would have liked to have a little more of the apple mango taste to it. And then coming in gold is the Little Umbrella. This beer came in. It it delivered what it promised, and then it got out. Yeah. You could you could just slug these for a while. I don't think you'd get tired of drinking one after the other, mm. and I think I would get tired of the other two eventually. Mm. All right, uh, for for me, uh, I am actually going to go a slightly different route. Uh, I am going to put the masthead in the bronze medal position. Uh, as as the other two gentlemen stated, these are all good beers. Uh, there is not a bad one in the bunch, uh, but unfortunately, one of them has to go in the bronze medal position, and for me, that's going to be the masthead. Uh, I would have liked to see a little more uh, apple taste, a little more tartness. Uh, yes, it was a good beer, but eh, I can only drink two or three, I think. Uh, the silver medal position is going to, going to go to the Colshan Raspberry Goza. Uh, I like that beer. Uh, that is a beer I think I can drink a few of, but I am a Goza fan, and I am a Raspberry fan. And so those are, when you put those two together and you execute it well, like I do believe Colshan did, I could drink a bunch of those. Uh, and that goes in the silver medal position. But across the board, uh, running away, the Spice Trade, Little Umbrella, Gold medal winner. Uh, I could just grab a, uh, a foam cooler, two dollars worth of ice, and a twelve pack of that. Go to the beach, have myself a time, and, and be happy. Good drinker, good beer, well executed. I want more. So I think in the past couple episodes, I'd say past five, mm-hmm. I think uh, whatever Brewdog was. <laughs> yeah. If you go back to the Brewdog episode, we have found this spice trade and the Brewdog Clockwork Tangerine. Mm-hmm. Both of those are really crushable summer drinkers. Yeah. So keep your eyes out for those in moving into the future. The future. Of the summer. Right. That's going to be the summer 2019 hit. Yeah. There you go. Those are the summer 2019 hits. Yep. That and the Natty Light Strawberry whatever. <laughs> Ew. The, uh, the Natter Day. Yeah, the Natter Day. There you yeah. go. I'd try one of those. I'd try it. Yeah. Then I'd probably kick the rest of the pack. Did you, did you know that they brought out the 77 pack? No. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it. Yeah, they're so they did the you were talking about how they did a seventy seven pack. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're doing a seventy seven pack with three beers. Okay. A regular natty, fake natty light, and then the natter day. Okay. So it's like one of those really shitty popcorn tins. Yeah. <laughs> but like with even worse beer. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I I would legitimately try that natter day. I'll try it. Yeah. I'd, I'd grab a, a, a buck 50 bottle. Yeah. I'll try everything. Mm-hmm. And then just so I can know that I hate it. Right. Yeah. Right. Steve, what do you have to say for yourself? What do I have to say for myself? Yeah. If you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can find us there. 
Or if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review because we are a six-star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than using R. Kelly's house as an Airbnb. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> From left field. <laughs> hey, <hello. laughs> I don't even know if that's a crime. You'll eventually be able to own everything R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to touch this topic. I heard that R. Kelly doesn't even own his own songs. Who owns it? I don't know. Somebody. Oh, all right. But not R. Kelly. All it's right. like it's like how Michael Jackson owned the Beatles songs for a right, while. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's that. That's huh. that's that, that's episode ninety nine. That's what I got. There you go. Yeah. The great one. The great one. We did it. Thank you, Bubba, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. You were quite the asset on this episode. Asset. Ah. <laughs> all right. You did it. We will. We will. Uh, well, you're not going to see us, but you'll hear us next time on a fantastic episode of Hot Nation USA. And guess what? It might be a big one. Well, it is a big one. It's the triple digit. It's yes. the one hundo. Yes. One. Yeah. We're, we're coming to you live from an undisclosed location. I mean, I can tell you, but I ain't telling you. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no snitch. Ain't no snitch. I like, I like surprises. There you go. Be surprised next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week, Hot Nation. Yo, get over here and smell this beach. <laughs>